Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The Friday team, Steve Geller, Bobby Bear, Jeff Nowak, and Charlie Long. You know, Scoot does Feel Good Friday. That's continuing on into Sports Talk today. Uh, morning started out with great news of Cam Jordan getting a two-year extension with the team that will run through 2025, even Cam hinting that that might be it for him, but we shall see kind of deal. Uh, later on, we got to talk to Alvin Kamara post-training camp practice uh, with fans in attendance outside and another scorcher out there. Uh, really apologetic. We'll hear from him coming up in the triple uh, the training camp sound bank brought to you by First American Bank. Uh, but after Kamara spoke, the ruling from the NFL comes out, and we find out just a three-game ban. And I know... You're never happy about a suspension, but what were you considering, gentlemen? Well, three better than six. Three games a whole lot better than six. Well, and uh, I like do, that we, math. Hey, <laughs> do we know if it's uh, for sure to kick off the season? Yes, it yes. is. Okay, so he won't be available September the 10th against the Titans, Carolina, and Green Bay, and back Char- for the Bucks, and, and, and back for the Bucks come October the first at home in the dome. So Charlie was talking about this. Uh, that even without Alvin Kamara, uh, the, the Saints got to take care of business. And uh, you know, obviously, you want him to be three and zero, but at least two and one. See, I, I I would honestly be fine with it if they ended up going one and two. It just didn't work. You're struggling as long as that one is against the Panthers. If they lose two games of their first three, but they are one and zero in the NFC South, I can live with it. Um, because you say, okay, we're going to get Kamara back. We're going to get better. This offense is going to keep improving. But you cannot start 0-3, and I don't think you can start 1-2 with a loss in the division either. Yeah, uh, especially NFC South. But I don't know. I think, Jeff, I think we're going to split with Carolina, split with Atlanta, and still win the NFC South at 4-2. and But then if you go uh, in playoff scenarios, as playoff. far as you would say, if you are 2-1, and uh, then you would rather lose to an AFC team, the Titans, and beat Carolina and Green Bay because you yeah. don't know about the, the tiebreaker. But and the Packers uh, and Green Bay is tough. I mean, you're obviously feeling good about Jordan Love that early in the season in terms of facing him, but that's still a tough place to go. The same thing with Bryce. I, I don't know. The, yeah. Carolina beat us twice last year, though. So, uh, but uh, I, I think we catching these young quarterbacks at uh, the right time. Sure, early on in the process. Early on in the season, uh, they have a lot of pressure on them. It's not like they're gaining any confidence. You know, like when we're going to face Desmond Ritter uh, with Atlanta, uh, you know, in the back end of last season, he played uh, what he was like two and two. Uh, so when like he nothing to write home about. Yeah, well, I was looking at this today. We're going to ha- talk to the NFC South later. We'll definitely be going around the NFC South starting in the six o'clock hour. That uh, if you look at like the Falcons, they've had five straight losing seasons. So you talk about prayer. I, I think they're going to be better than people think they are. But they were seven and ten in each of uh, Arthur Smith's first two seasons. They were two and two uh, with Ritter at the helmet for, uh, for the four games. He completed. This is like 
this would be all right back in the day if you had thrown 63.5%. But that's where he was. But uh, he did not throw an interception. And think about this. The four game, he didn't throw one interception. But his only two touchdown passes came in the season-ending win over Tampa Bay. So he played four games and threw two touchdowns. Mm, I, so you know how you need to score. So I, I don't know, but he's going to be more confident in the point I'm making coming to the season because he already has four games under his belt. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll, I'll take two touchdowns, no interceptions, though. Yeah, he's protecting the football, but against the Saints, he didn't even have 100 yards passing. <laughs> now, now, think about that in the dome. I was like, uh, it's like you almost have to try not to throw for 100 yards. You know the crazy thing, though? Yeah. They also, I think they held Darnold to like 50-something yards the next week. And they yeah, lost. with Carolina. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the worst football yeah. game ever in the Superdome. <laughs> no, and Sam Darnold, was, I think at the end of the game, he might have completed two significant yeah. passes right at the end. I mean, we're get, you could look at that and probably, you know, I don't need to do the math on this. It would take me forever. But I'm pretty sure that's got to be a record for like the last decade in terms of two a two-game stretch with less than 200 passing yards allowed. Right, and that's why I think this helped the Saints finish number two in pass defense, basically giving up like 180 yards a game. So, you know, now we, now we do that again, but how about we pick it off a few more times? That'll be interesting when we get into the around the NFC South and we talk to our Falcons guests to find out how Ritter's doing and maybe, you know, that backup quarterback situation there with Tyler, Tyler Heineke, he scares me a lot more, obviously, than Ritter. Well, he got more skins on the wall, and, and he's one of those guys, uh, uh, he's like a younger version of Andy Dalton, where they bring because he brings stability, right. and not that Atlanta's going to think they're going to win anything uh, with Heineke, but it would just be like, oh no, uh, we need a, a stable of the ship. Uh, it's rocking right now, and uh, and I thought at times he did that in Washington. Uh, you know, it's almost kind of like Fitzpatrick. That's what I was just about to say. I'm going to say Fitzpatrick. Yes. Yeah, that he would have like. Boy, he's looked pretty damn good yeah. for two or three games in a row. Right. And then it would kind of catch up Can't. to him. Yeah, so. That's exactly So the, that's, we, that's why he's there to bring that veteran stability. Yeah, to me, like I said, as a passer, I would definitely worry more about Heineke coming in against the Saints than I am with Ritter. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you would think, uh, well, we don't know, Desmond Ritter might, uh, you know. Right, who knows in year two. Set the world on fire. Uh, but uh, I know they're counting on him. Uh, if you look at Arthur Blank. Uh, and Arthur Blank saying, like, um, the owner? Yeah, the owner. He's saying, uh, we're in the third year of a three year plan, <laughs> and he expects a winning season. Now, they haven't won in five straight seasons. And he says, we feel pretty strongly that uh, Ritter is going to be our quarterback of the future. But he said, I don't know. It's true. We got to play the games. I've got to see. But we feel good about him right now. But it depends how what's happened, say, September or October. I guess my question is, what's the goal of this three-year plan? Because I don't think most three-year rebuilds in, involve drafting a top-10 running back. That, that's probably Terry Fontenot uh, maybe sold him on the three-year plan, yeah. the general manager. You know, he's out in Atlanta now. But we don't face the Falcons. It's on the back end. So who knows if Ritter's even going to beat a quarterback around Thanksgiving. November 26th, we add Atlanta. Then we close out the season either January 6th or 7th in the Dome uh, against the Falcons. So hopefully we still could call them the foul Canes uh, at that time. <laughs> yeah, you know, we mentioned it obviously. First three games for Alvin Kamara, so that's home to Tennessee, at Carolina, then at Green Bay, back home October first in the Dome, playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, all in all, a favorable outcome for AK for the Saints and for fans, uh, just because everybody was expecting the six. 
What what do you guys think was the factor in the also the other player involved with this? Uh, Chris Lamonts, yeah, also given a three game suspension, so it wasn't the special treatment for Alvin Kamara in this scenario. But what do you think in this assault case that ended up being? We all were you know counting on six, ended up just dropping down to three. Maybe uh, maybe because they know uh, all the evidence and what the, occurred, the not, details. Not, yeah, the details, and not that you could beat up anyone, even if they're provoking you. And uh, I don't even know the individual that got beat up, but who knows what led to that. Usually you just don't beat up somebody just to be beating them up. Now, this day and age, uh, they think just to film it, uh, then they they put it to see how many hits I can get (laughs) and just go jump somebody. But I don't think that was the case uh, with that. And so it might be the circumstance. And and Alvin, Alvin, I'll tell you what, Holly talked to the media. He's very humble. And, uh, you know, he basically said, you know, because I asked him, I said, no, the next time you ever in that type of situation, uh, don't shouldn't you just walk away? You, you just got to walk. And he kind of said, well, he understood the point I was making. But then he also said, and I don't you still could have good things happen after uh, midnight. But I know after two or three in the morning, usually nothing good happens. I'll say uh, if he went in there with the energy that he talked to us today with then I understand out. how that could have helped him in that process because he was very contrite, and you believed right. him. Right. You believe like he wasn't just talking. He, you believed what he was saying. Great setup, guys. We're going to go to break and come back. We'll hear from the Alvin, Alvin Kamara after practice today talking about uh, how, you know, that apology to everyone, I agreed. It was very heartfelt. You definitely uh, very genuine and talked even about uh, this, you know, feeling that he disrespected the team, his mom, uh, himself in the NFL. The city. The, who right, exactly. Mentioned yeah. that, too. So, yeah, coming back with the Alvin Kamara audio. Want to hear from you in the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line, 504-260-1870. How you feeling about just a three-game ban for AK? Coming back with more on WWL Saints Radio after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back in the mix here on Sports Talk. Want to get into today's training camp sound bank that's brought to you by the Sound Banking at First American Bank. A banking tradition since 1910. After practice, Saints running back Alvin Kamara, very open and honest. Here's what he had to say after uh, today's training camp session at Airline Drive. So uh, yesterday when I met with... um when it met with Roger, it went well. Um, I'm not going to get into the details of what we discussed in the meeting, but it went well. I think we got accomplished what we need to get accomplished. Um, so, obviously, happy I got a chance to do that. Happy he gave me the opportunity to come up there um, because, obviously, I know that's not really protocol, but, I mean, he gave me the opportunity, and I uh, took it and went up there and met with him, and it went well. Um, on to the Las Vegas incident. Obviously, I haven't talked in a while. It's been couple months 18 19 months that I've been dealing with this ordeal obviously um it's a tough ordeal to be in um you know I never want to be involved in something where someone gets hurt or severely injured or anything um poor judgment on my end uh definitely a a bad decision but I'm a man everything I've ever done in my life I stood on and and I I I can take accountability for and I can say when I'm wrong and I was completely wrong embarrassed the Saints embarrassed uh my family my mother um Embarrassed myself, um, embarrassed the city, and the shield obviously embarrassed the NFL. So, you know, I just tried to do my best to kind of <clears throat> keep it as much away from the media and as much away from the team um, as I could. You know, obviously it's, it's hard to do that when, you know, you got such an um, uh, incident like that. So, um, you know, I, I'll be lying if I said it wasn't tough. I've lost a lot. Uh, throughout this ordeal, definitely not looking for any pity, not looking for somebody to give me a pat on the back and say it's okay. Um, I know what I, I know what I did. I know what I was involved in, and um, I definitely take responsibility. And you know, that's that's part of being a man and growing. You know, from here, I just gotta make the right decisions and, and make the right choices. So um, that's kind of what I got to say about that. So now let's talk about football because <laughs> I'm back. Uh, just what's that? Did Roger give you an idea of the timeline of? I already hit on that. We had a good meeting. It went well. That's all I got to say about that. Is there anything? you've learned from this stuff? Yeah, I, yeah I, I mean, I definitely have. Um, you know, uh, obviously, we know what the incident was. Um, just making, making a, uh, judging that situation better. You, you never want to be in a situation where, especially um, in the position I'm in, uh, being a leader and being, being a, um, just kind of like a role model for children. I don't, I don't want to be in a position where I put my hands on somebody. Obviously, that's the last thing you want to do because one, you, it comes with trouble, and you know it could have been worse. You know, so I'm, I'm blessed that it wasn't worse. Um, obviously, still hate that it happened. Um, hate, um, hate the whole situation. Um, like I, like, uh, I, t- I told Mickey, I told. Um, DA, I mean, all, everybody knows. They know me around here. So just talking to them throughout this whole ordeal. And luckily, they've been supportive. Ms. Benson's been supportive. Mickey's been supportive. My, the whole team has been supportive, really. And, you know, it's just it's unfortunate when, I mean, you make a decision like that. But I know my character. Um, I know who I am. And luckily, I'm somewhere where these people know who I am. The city knows who I am. So um, that's kind of kept me going. But I've definitely learned that, you know, in, in the blink of a lot, and I, a lot can change. So um, definitely just got to make the right decisions. And now uh, going forward. it's just a matter of just walking away because, uh, you know, you never know when you can be in that situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's more than just walking away. It's, uh, you know, some of those situations. I mean, I was out at 5 in the morning. So, you know what I'm saying? It's like, not, what, what, what Tony Dungy used to say? 
yeah. <laughs> nothing good happens after 12, after midnight. So, you know, uh, it's kind of just gauging those situations and, and being able to, uh, you know, make the right decision and, and being where you're supposed to be and sometimes taking yourself out of position and, and not being in those places. So. Has that incident affected your preparation for this? No. Just in terms of football? Yeah, it, no, not at all. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it was a situation, obviously, and, uh, you know, I had to deal with it. Um, this, like I said earlier, I'll be lying if I said it hasn't affected me. It's affected me. I mean, last season, it's affected, I mean, it affected me every day, you know. Um, like I said, I lost a lot. Um, I've lost monetary, monetary, I've lost some friends, I've lost some support from some people, but, I mean, like I said, I, I've had a ton of support from this organization. I've had family and friends, you know, um, and, you know, the people that, that know me and that, that know what I stand for and that know what I'm about, um, that's kind of like what's pretty much kept me going, you know, and uh, my faith. And, um, you know, like I said, I, I'm not glossing over the situation and, and downplaying it in any way. It was um, poor judgment on my end, and it, it was obviously unfortunate, and it just got to be a um, thing where I'm mature, take take ownership of it, and, and make better decisions going forward. Does it feel freeing to put it in the past? Yes, it does. It does. I miss talking to you. <laughs> but now nah, it does, man, because like I said, it's just it's, it's hanging over you. It's hanging over you, and it's, I mean, obviously it's self-inflicted, but nonetheless, it's still something that's, you know, it's like a dark cloud. Like, it's hard to... It's hard to kind of enjoy some of the smaller things. Like, I don't know, today I just had like a little boost at practice. I just felt better, like a weight was off me. So uh, I'm just I'm looking forward to just focusing on football. Mm, Saints running back Alvin Kamara talking about uh, today to us after practice and mentioning that boost. wonder if he knew something about that th- only being a three-game ban afterwards. But uh, also funny, guys, we were c- kind of talked about it off mic with the quote from Tony Dungy being, nothing good happens after midnight. Uh, maybe one, two o'clock. I've had some good times after midnight. Right, exactly. I would say, I'd say two. And then if you're still out by three, Get then, your butt okay, home. you got to go home. Yeah. Right. But, uh, but but I can tell you at uh, at House of Blues we went. I was hanging out with Sean Payton and I looked at my Uh-oh. wife. He's his name wife dropping. No, this is what happened. <laughs> we had House of Blues and we celebrating the Super Bowl. Had the Super Bowl trophy. We going out to eat and I'm trying to think of a country singer he introduced at uh, House of Blues. So we were hanging out. I know Kenny Chesney was and, his boy. Uh, I don't know if that was it. No, no, it was some Trent um, Tucker Trent Taylor. I don't know. I'm making uh, up stuff. I'm a Trent Green. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Trent Green, right? Is, is, is Trent Green a uh, country western? No, he's a former quarterback. No, but somebody like that. Uh, Pat Green, maybe Pat Green. Okay. So somebody, somebody will call in. Anyway, so we were there, and it's like a little after three. It's probably ten minutes after three, and I'm looking at my wife JoJo and. And all of a sudden, um, so well, we had a good night. We were ready to go in, and I say, hey, "All right, uh, Sean, I'll, you know, I'll see you later." And he goes, "Hey, man, where are you going? I, I thought Cajuns could party. We're gonna have a good time." And challenge accepted. No, and then all of a sudden, you go, you're not going nowhere. I got a Viking Red Bull coming for you. <laughs> I said, I looked at JoJo. Oh, I, I, we ain't going nowhere. You knew it was ahead. And we stayed out until the sun rose. And then I remember in the duffel bag carrying the Super Bowl trophy. Uh, back, back to uh, our cars. You and, need to write a book. No, if, if we'd have got jumped, I'd have said, I don't think you want to, like, steal this. If somebody <laughs> would have jumped this and then get, give me a dog, I, I don't think you really want to take this, what's in here. And it was the Super Bowl trophy. But, yeah, and then that was, like, you think, uh, listen, okay, I, I don't want to watch the, the sunrise because uh, <laughs> you, you feel like you're kind of like a vampire anyway. And, you know, you know what, the sudden they hit you. But, uh, yeah, we've, we've had a few nights like that. But really, realistically, nothing good happens. Uh, I, I, no, Kamara mentioned 5 a.m. It's like, no, please, get, no, get, no, get no. to the hotel room. Yeah, 5 a.m., no. and, and be, an it, NFL event. 
No, and, and plus with Vegas, nothing never shuts down, so you kind of maybe lose track of time. Absolutely. There's but, no there's no clocks in casinos, you but, know that. But it's not, yeah, and it's not like he was waking up at 5 a.m. to go to a real early, early breakfast. <laughs> I mean, no. what? how much sleep was he going to get before the Pro Bowl? Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I guess the Pro Bowl, they don't really It doesn't matter. Play, yeah, yeah you time. probably don't need any sleep. Or, you yeah, probably could be... Playing. A little tipsy and still played a Pro Bowl. Where I, I grew know. up, the bars all closed at 1, 1 a.m. by law. So uh, if you were out till 4, if you were doing something. <laughs> after after hours yeah. right there, right. But all, all overall, back with the, what we heard from Alvin Kamara, definitely huge positive from him. And this was before we even found out about the three-game ban, uh, talking about you know how, how sorry he was for the events, realizing that he's got to be a better person, a better player, uh, be, you know, better for the team in general. And, yeah, I don't expect this to be an issue again for someone like him. We've never had no. a past anything in the past with Alvin either. Well, I, I think, and, and he said, uh, and this catches your attention also. It catches a number of people's attention financially. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know the exact number. Sure, when it hits your pocketbook. But he even said <laughs> that, it, was a lot. It, that it was a significant loss financially, <laughs> uh, just uh, getting in a fight. No, you don't fight. You flee. You walk away. You let somebody else fight. No, that's why in the future, I mean, you have your partners and your buddies and whoever you're around, and well, you have to look at, at who you surround. you're not in your senses but, either. But, yeah, but you still can't fight. I hear you. You just got to just That's walk, go home. Yeah, go home, walk away. <laughs> it doesn't matter if somebody's dog cussing you or offending you. Oh, you disrespected me. Okay, yeah, you disrespected me. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. So what, you, they disrespect you, so you're going to beat them up? Come on. So I think a big part of this and, and part of the reason I think you're able to get a three-game suspension if you're Alvin is, you know, there was a, there was a route he could have taken where he didn't back down and he was like, no, I was not in the wrong. And he said something and this and that and this and that. And I'm sure in, to some level he does believe that because that's how they kind of went about it to begin with. But and there's always not, two sides to the right. story and how you get provoked and all that. And not stuff. going that route, I think, helps, uh, especially in the perspective of the NFL, because they just don't want to have a black guy. That's all they want is to not get embarrassed. And I think he understands. Well, that. it's like almost you have to turn the other cheek. It's almost uh, uh, because you're never going to be right. It doesn't matter if you were provoked. Uh, if you can avoid the confrontation, avoid it, and and then you're going to appreciate that you avoided it short-term and long-term. Uh, Kevin in Tennessee on the Oakland Hard Jewelers talking test line has a question, and I think uh, it's a pretty easy answer here, Kevin. What you got? Yeah, well, two things. I really love that story Bobby told about Sean Payton. I never heard that before, <laughs> so that's, that's great, man. Um, the other thing, I love the soundbite in the interview uh, – of, you know, just you know, walking away—that's easier said than done. But in the in the words of Bobby, five a.m. What? Come on, yeah, man. what? Um, well, what? what? Nothing no. good. Yeah, come on, <laughs> what? Come on, go, go home, go to bed. <laughs> exactly. But I, I would just, you know, I know three games is land yap, as you guys would say, as opposed to six. But is there any way we can, or he can appeal that and get it down to one to two? I think he's just happy that it's only three. Uh, I think that that was maybe part of the uh, – they probably might have had an agreement. You don't know uh, yeah. that uh, – you know what? Because uh, the collective barring agreement and you're dealing with uh, uh, salt and battery and all that. Because my understanding that usually the floor was like at six games – so it's like almost has been appealed without being appealed, if that makes sense. We Absolutely, talked to, right? we talked to Amy Dash uh, a few months back, or maybe a month back, I can't recall, <laughs> and she kind of 
talked about how there are instances where they'll just come to an agreement and you know, appealing after that would be kind of just like a like hey, I, I right. thought we had an agreement, yeah, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they can kind of figure some of this stuff out in advance, and um, I think that's kind of what happened here. If they had given him six games, I think you would have seen it without a doubt. Yeah, they, uh, I'm going to appeal that. Now that that's a different story, right there. That's a good point, Jeff. But I think three games said, okay, we worked this all out, and um, and Alvin said this, and it's so true that to show you how he's confident in that running back meeting room. Because you want to be where, okay, Alvin Kamara's not playing. Oh, what are we going to do? Uh, you know, like, uh, as far as, like, uh, no, you run the same place. You got to have running backs. They might not be on Alvin Kamara's level, but you got to, like, uh, Miller, uh, Kendra Miller. You got to be, okay, the same type of route you'd run with him or Jamal Williams. No, you're doing the same thing. Now, they might not be as productive or explosive as Alvin Kamara, but it's not like, oh, we got to change the whole playbook. Alvin Kamara's not here. No, they're not doing that. And you have another guy, uh, you know, a few other you know, guys trying to make this squad. It'll be interesting to see if in those three games does someone like Eno Benjamin get, a, get some run and get a call up. Yeah, like somebody you might put on the practice squad and you, uh, you call him back and then you, you make him active and then Kamara comes back, then you put him back on the, back on the practice squad. No, that's, it's very important, all the running backs on this team, that uh, to, to all of a sudden convince and show the coaches that maybe to kick off the season if Alvin's – not here, I could still be part of that running back room. I know we got to go to break, but there's one thing I'll note. And so you get three practice squad elevations. So I think the number three is very helpful in this regard because you don't have to keep a guy like, you know, Benjamin or Kirk Merritt on the roster. You can put him on the practice squad and call him up three times. Good point. That Good point, Jeff. We'll be back with more sports talk coming back after the break, getting back into the sound bank, hearing from Saints defensive end Cam Jordan here on WWL. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Getting back into the Saints training camp sound by, uh, bank that is brought to you by the Sound Banking at First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. Wanted to bring this to you folks since Cam Jordan got a two-year extension from the black and gold this morning. Here's what he had to say to the media with his family present. First and foremost, I uh, want to say, you know, thank the Lord for the blessings of being healthy, of having a beautiful family, of everything that uh, has been accomplished just to get to the point of being drafted by the Saints. You know, my time at Cal was phenomenal. Um, Being raised in Arizona was amazing. Being born in Minnesota, uh, to watch a legend play football for a few years of my life before we got out of that cold state and into warmth where I belong, um, you know, was the origin of the story. Um, Again, to be drafted in 2011 uh, by the Bensons, you know, uh, Mrs. Benson, I'm, I'm forever happy to have a phenomenal uh, owner of an organization that from top down has been top notch. We're talking about Mickey Loomis, Sean Payton, who drafted me. Appreciate the uh, taking a chance, I guess, as I was spiraling down to pick 24 back in 20, 20, 2011, um, sitting there in New York with the family, uh, pops at the table, older brother, sister, cousin, uh, Walter Venerable. Um, the third, <laughs> and uh, you know, got a phone call, picked it up, and was so elated just to he- hear a voice on the other side of the phone saying they wanted me. Um, you know, I, I don't even remember I, what I said. I mean, Sean has probably probably shot that statement out a few times, but I said let's do it because in my mind, it was it was good to go. I was like, look, I, I don't know what happens from here on out, but I'm going to give you my all. So, 13 years later. What is this, three, fourth contract, technically? Really, really like the third earned, you know? Like, everybody's granted that, that, that contract on the first one, but third earned contract situation. Fourth overall, 13 years in, um, looking to play two-year 15, spoken into existence at, like, year eight or nine. Um, and for, honestly, to, to have the family behind me, to have everybody that I've had, you know, um, I've been truly honored and blessed to enter a market as New Orleans, to enter you know, everything that you think that you want as a football player, um, coming up as a, as a man, coming up as uh, a kid with dreams of playing in the NFL, uh, to sit here and be embraced by the city of New Orleans, to sit here and um, be able to start so many different initiatives, uh, sitting here with, with, you know, the God is Love Foundation and everything that I've been able to do in this city, um, being empowered not only by the Saints, um, by the Saints staff. You talk about Alicia Sher- uh, Bashar Sheridan. Um, you talk about the phenomenal media guys that we have, our equipment guys, um, our trainers. You know, back when Bo Lowry was was in was in the building. Now he's an enemy over at uh, over in Denver with with Sean Vader. I'm mean, Darth Vader. I mean Sean Payton. Um, you know, you talk about um, just the phenomenal staff from day one. Uh, you talk about, you know. Bum, what, what, is, what is Bum's real name? John Bumgarter <laughs> throws you off. Um, just everybody in this building. Um, it has been such a phenomenal and amazing experience that I couldn't see myself being anything but black and gold. You're talking about uh, from the from the you know niche breakfast spots we go to to uh, being at you know Ruby Slipper Cafe to finding wonderful situations like you know. Zach Streif being a former teammate in Porter, you know, open in Port Orleans and, and the good times that we've had there. Uh, it has this entire essence of being drafted and being in New Orleans has felt like family and stayed like family. Um, and I can't really see myself. Luckily, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever have to see myself being anything other than black and gold. So appreciate it.
Saints defensive end Cam Jordan now locked up through 2025, gentlemen. Hilarious that he went and mentioned Sean Payton. He called him Sean Vader. Yeah, he's with the enemy now. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, we, we, the only time we'd play next year would be in the Super Bowl. Oh, the Broncos versus the Saints. But um, <laughs> but you look at, uh, listen, well-deserved, uh, $27.5 million, uh, guaranteed. And, I mean, this is not by accident. And uh, this is significant. Because you know I like NFL history. The largest contract on average and guarantee for any defensive player at the age of 34. So like I tell you all the time, not paying Cam Jordan for what he already accomplished. They think, the Saints think, and I think, I think a lot of who that nation thinks, that Cam Jordan has a lot left in the tank. I think D.A. called him the best all-around defensive end in the league still. still. Right. Still, because you look first, second, third down, uh, you know. Pass, uh, rush, uh, run uh, stuff. Yeah, like, and, and all of a sudden they go, well, let's run into other defensive end. Uh, <laughs> try to, to, don't run at Cam. So you look at all that. If it'd be up to Cam, he would play 90% of the snaps. They have to take him out. I mean, it's unbelievable. People don't realize how hard it is and significant. All the years Cam has played to answer the bell, and uh, I, I don't. I mean, good genes that all comes into play, uh, you know. But luck with injuries, whatever. But you can't tell me that all those games Cam has played to be available, and you can hold him accountable for all those games. You can't tell me Cam was always a hundred percent. Right. Exactly. And he still was a hundred percent. But you know what? He's playing at a high level. See, some of these younger players. I don't know. I don't know if Davenport maybe is like this, or even. Um, Peyton Turner. Uh, Peyton Turner. Oh, I'm not 100%. Well, uh, well, so what? Your 80% still might be the guy that's replacing you. Might be better than him. Right. We don't want to put Steve on the D-line, please. <laughs> we need you to play. Yeah, yeah. Come on. We need you to bite the bullet. That's what, you know, if you want to last a long time and, and teams invest in you, have the mindset of a Cam Jar and you'll be compensated. And Cam is always – Given the Saints a great deal. Definitely. You know, uh, he could have went on free agency and got more money and all that. Now, I'm, I'm not saying he's underpaid, but he definitely hasn't been overpaid. It's been kind of almost like, uh, I guess, uh, in the Saints' favor, a team-friendly deal. Uh, but he could have got a lot more in the open market because he's been that consistent. Wrapping things up and coming back with the last segment of the 4 o'clock hour here after this on WWL. Closing things out here on the first hour of Sports Talk. Guys, I was wondering for you with a little bit of change in the training camp schedule with how they did things today, how do you think uh, things worked out? It was pretty much kind of the same. They started inside the team for the first period and then came outside for that hour. I'll tell you what, that hour, though, seems like a lot more in today's heat. Somehow it seemed hotter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, and I think the defense had the edge again. Uh, overall, now they worked a, a, a lot. Like if they had five reps, you know, Carr, Winston, and Hayner, it'd be like four runs and like one pass. So you you seen uh, you witness plays. To me, I, I I thought the pass of the day in practice uh, was actually uh, down the middle, and I, I brought up this to uh, Coach Allen. It was uh, Jameis Winston in the in the scene down the middle to Lynn Bowden, uh, Bowden Jr. LBJ. Yeah, that that uh, I'm telling you, watch if all of a sudden he catches the coach's attention and he runs back a nice punt or something in a preseason game. But that would have been about a 25-yard uh, gain. The defense also had a, ch- a chance right at the end, I want to say the last uh, play. You know, whenever it's a tip ball, you know what I find? 
Like if they have, uh, we get a pass defended and the ball's up in the air. It seems like the every won the Super Bowl, we'd always like catch it and it don't hit the ground. It's amazing. Like two or three balls, I see we tip it up. It hangs up in the air. Yeah, for and it, yeah. slow motion and, and then, time. Uh, the, the ball was tipped at the line, and Jordan Howell, uh, you know, a draft pick for Minnesota, or did he drop the pick? Those are the opportunistic plays you have to make. When we get back next hour, we'll be getting more into the training camp notebook. Here from our one-on-one with Trevor Penning, or I guess three-on-one with Trevor Penning after Saints practice today. Also, WWL's triple option. We're going to give you our top take on the top story in sports, which is obviously right now the Saints, although it could be alignment going on in college football, which is going crazy right now. The Pac-12's turning into, I was telling the Jeff, six-pack, like I love six-pack. it. Yeah, there's six pack. Who's, yeah, who's left? They get I'm a, on board. Who, who are they going to get? UNLV, San Diego <laughs> State now? Make the shirts. I mean, yeah, come on. We'll hand things off to news and been back with more sports talk after this on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 